0: It's so iconic, isn't it? It never gets old.
1: Been my life I've been why
0: Still somehow Kenny Loggins on the phone with us. Always there, you know, the word superstar is overused. Words like genius overused. In this case... They're an understatement. Kenny Loggins, thank you for being with us. Your career is nothing short of incredible. Thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: So you have been part of our lives. You know, I was music director at WABC back when it was still the number one music station in the uh, world. And the Loggins and Messina catalog that, that you produce there, I mean, we still... Play and you still have music that's flowing from that, from your time with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, your solo career, the soundtracks that you've done, the children's records. I mean, the children's records. What haven't you done that you want to do, Kenny Loggins? Uh, that's. I think to <laughs> kick back for a while. That's the main thing. Well tell us what 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 inspired you? what has been the inspiration for you being able to produce such beautiful music?
1: Well, I appreciate that it's I think it was the the fact that I kept changing styles i mean I, there were I had two big brothers who were very influential in my life, Bob and Dan. Dan primarily a lot of music that I fell in love with as a seven and eight and nine-year-old was my brother Dan's fault. And, um, you know, everything from doo-wop to, to folk music. And and I sort of got to dabble in all of it as I went along. Um, so, you know, This Is It and Heart to Heart and What a Fool Believes and songs like that that are now dubbed Yacht Rock where. Just a natural extension of the stuff I wanted to explore.
0: And some of the people that you've worked with, I mean, your work with Jim Messina, who, by the way, is also out on tour. You, you are on tour. How's your tour going?
1: Well, it's going really, really well. I had two nights at Wolf Trap outside of D.C., and um, the full houses, the audiences were incredible. It's really, it's really been a lot of fun, even though it is the this is it tour, it's the final. Actual tour that I'm planning on ever doing. I know it's like a big word, but that's how I feel right now.
0: So this is your final. Right now, this is your final tour. This is it. This is this is this the is one. It. Come see me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. I would. I I would like to have it that way. And you know, I'm I'm 75. I've been on the road since 1971, and uh, wow. not all the time, of course. But that's a long career, and you know I, I feel a lot of gratitude and I also feel very done i feel like okay i I've, I've caught enough flights now i I need to you know slept in enough hotel rooms i I need to be home. I have four grandkids now
0: good gosh, you know speaking of grandkids and that i can I just tell you one of the and it's not as widely known, but one of my favorite personal favorite tracks was on the high adventure album it is the profound Uh it is such a profound song only a miracle and it talks yeah it, it kenny that song is just incredibly profound folks if you're not hip to it i you may want to take a listen to it it's on the high adventure album and i first heard it from um i was living in an apartment and i heard it underneath me and i'm like what are those strings who's doing that and then when I actually heard the story, it the first time I heard it, it, brought tears to my eyes, and it never fails to do that if you listen to it in the right space. It, it's truly profound. What have been, if you had to pull out some of the highlights of you when you knew that this—that you were on kind of an unstoppable path toward success, what would they be?
1: Boy, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't think, unless you're Ed Sheeran, you don't know that you're on an unstoppable path and that uh, (laughs) for me, I just kept wanting to write songs that dug in a little deeper to the stuff that matters to all of us and try, if I could, if I could nail that thing that was moving me, then it would reach other people. And so, you know, the music that I loved were the songs of Joni and Paul Simon, James Taylor You know, um, uh, Carol King, and the ones who really tried to write about stuff that matters. And so that became my passion.
0: Wow. Now, do you ever see, do you ever talk to Jim Messina these days? As I mentioned, he's out on tour as well. You're on tour, he's on tour, which is just interesting. And you'll be crisscrossing in several places.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know he's on tour, but... um, that yeah, you know, Jim is is an old friend. We just did a Hollywood Bowl show about this time last year, but uh, we both consider that our final t- show together. But you never know; life is life is funny.
0: Mm-hmm. You may have noticed. Yes, I have. <laughs> and 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 Michael McDonald, your relationship with him—he's still outperforming and he's still—you uh, guys are just still, you know, just making great music. What was Thank working you. with Michael McDonald like?
1: Michael is in my opinion a genius, although he's too humble to ever admit it. Um, he's he's got a, a style that's all his own and especially when he when you're writing with him and he's on piano, you're gonna get that thing that he does that only Michael does. Very unique piano style, um, unique sense of melody and and I've just every time we write together I've enjoyed the hell out of it because we end up with something neither of us would have done alone, and wow. so that's that makes it a lot of fun.
0: Okay, here's a question, a musician kind of question. Do you ever get when you're doing these tours? Do you still get excited by s- singing the songs that, in some cases, now you've been singing for decades? Is it? Do you yeah. still feel the fire for some of the songs when you're actually performing yeah. them?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's primarily, I think it's the rush that comes from making that connection with an audience. Uh, And it literally is like a a electric kind of feeling in your body. When, when things are going right and the audience is really getting it, like you were referring to uh, the more we try. And, you know, if you listen to it in the right mood, when you really get a song and it moves you, there's, there's something palpable about the exchange of energy with the audience and, I think that's the rush that so many of us legacy acts are still going out on the road just, just to remember that feeling.
0: Wow. Okay, I want to share something with you before we say so long. I have a very dear friend of mine who is an internationally well-known musician, um, and I told him that we would be speaking, and he said that mm-hmm. he recorded with you a few decades ago, came out to where you guys were. I, I think it was somewhere in the Midwest. But he was going through a lot of crap in his life at that moment. And he was in a lot of pain. He was dealing with a lot of personal issues. And he said that somehow or another that you recognized that. And in the recording process, though, you took time and you, the the connection that you had with him, he said, when I, when I told him I was going to speak with you, he said, let me tell you something, Kenny Loggins is one of the special ones. He is one of the special human beings. It goes beyond music. It goes to the person that he is. He's so kind. He's so just genuine, a human being, that there are so few people like this in the world. And I just wanted to share that with you because aside from everything else, the legacy that you leave in music, uh, Kenny, is, is undisputed at this point. And I don't, did you ever aspire to be, Who you are right now was this the goal that you would be have this kind of recognition, have the kind of acclaim that you had? But more than that, your acclaim goes to who you are as a person as well.
1: Mm, I appreciate that, Um, and I never really thought about it. You know, I I was busy in the present tense. Uh, It's the creative process, and because I longed to write music that mattered to people um i had to do my own personal work i had to dig in and find out what matters to me what moves me i think when i met your friend i'd probably gone through a similar situation in my own life and it creates a level of empathy that as a songwriter is really part of what you you nail everything to um and i think that for me, having gone through a difficult time of my own, gave me the willingness to want to sit with your friend. It's yours now. I can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, Kenny, look, thank you. I know time is precious, and thank you for spending so much time with us. We look forward. You will be in New York at the Beacon Theater, and people get these tickets now. As Every gig is sold out. So this is, you say, this is it, Kenny. This is the last tour.
1: Yeah. More than likely, unless you see some one-off benefit somewhere, this this is the last chance to see my show. And, and uh, I, I've worked really hard to make sure that this last show is very representative of who I am and what I can do. I want to go out like Michael Jordan.
0: <laughs> On the top. Kenny Loggins, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you so much. Thank you.